Guten Tag, and welcome to Low Pointers. We're your hosts, Gerald, Mark, and Stephen. And today we're going to talk all about multimedia on mobile. So photos, sounds, movies, all those kinds of things, all in one episode, and we're going to talk about it. Here we go. So before we get into the multimedia and everything that comes with it, uh, we're probably going to forget some things because, you know, it's a broad topic, but we're going to do our best, as always, with some opinions sprinkled over it. But first, we have to talk about what happened just now before recording this episode, because Xamarin Forms 5 is officially launched. And together with that, we'll probably be talking about it a little bit in this episode as well, the Xamarin Community Toolkit. So... Big shout out to the team for doing all that amazing stuff. Everyone in the studio, clap. Producers, directors, everyone. Um, so did you Woo! see the community stand up? They had a little launch party on, on YouTube. Yeah, I was uh, I was live there in my home. Um, then I obviously came over to the studio. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the things. I was a bit late, uh, to be honest. I, I had to speed up a bit the recordings but yeah so many so many great things announced uh, i think shapes has now been finalized the carousel view uh has been de uh previewed so a lot of features that you might have already known or you might have heard about a bunch before they are now out of preview they're final they're stable they're in fifo and uh I, i'm super excited for this release uh the only um what should i say hinky that i found so far is that the minimal version of android is now one version higher and uh i remember having some requirements where it states that we have to support android 5.0 which is super old by now but apart from that one uh, i'm so excited for this release how about you steve likewise i did not actually joined the launch party so it must have been one hell of a party um something with kids and bedtime and struggles um let's not go into that part so i i am equally buzzed for it actually i think it's uh really the the first version since a few that i'm i'm actually hyped about getting hype 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 get on the hype, hype train hype. join us and if your life has been equally uh hard tough on you bet timey on you as stevens you can find this launch party on youtube so you can relive it you can put on your party hat you can put on the disco sounds and have a good time seeing this launch party whenever you have the time absolutely and it was we'll put the link in the show notes of course as always that's how we do that's part of our service our premium service um, all included in the price, but it was the in the chat the reactions. I think you can also see the chat messages um, going by as you uh, rewatch the, the video, and they were really great. Everyone was super happy. Everyone was really excited. So that is super cool. Um, they really focused on stability and performance, and I think they did a great job. So uh, we'll see how that works out. So that's going to be super awesome. And one thing that um, uh, you know we took over in the Examine Community Toolkit. Uh, which is also uh, launched, so something that comes together that complements the Xamarin Forms 5 release is the camera view with which you can take pictures, and that brings us to the multimedia in um, mobile devices. So 
that is a big thing now, right? Because we are talking about YouTube. I had the same problem um, with kids, not Stephen's kids. That would be weird. But with kids going to bed around that time. So, you know, I just popped open that YouTube app uh, and it plays the video, which is something that is perfectly normal these days. Um, I mean, if you're old like us, then, you know, that's pretty mind-blowing. But right now, that's something that is in all apps, right? A lot of apps just play a little video or a little sound and you don't even think about it, but it's it's pretty pretty cool. So I've already mentioned like images, video, audio. I think that covered all of the multimedia stuff, but there's a lot of ways that you can can use it, of course. I think it did, actually. So where do we, where do we want to start? That's the question. Do we want to start with the images? I think that's images is pretty much... I mean, playing videos or audio, that's that's pretty much a, a very specialized kind of app you're building then. But images, that's something most people use. Um, taking images, for example, for documenting things that you're doing or, or just sharing with people through social media or whatever. I think images is one of those that's the bigger one of these. Um, and I have to say, looking back to way back when, um where i had to include all sorts of linked libraries to get a decent image picker up on screen we've come a long way let's put it that way um and lately i've just been migrating pretty much everything that i have to the xamarin essentials media picker which used to be the media plugin um back when it was still under james montemagno's personal hat if you want to call it that um which well pretty much allows you to take a picture or pick one from the library and you're off to the races. I think it's it's just a few lines of code, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you're saying like, hey, we got all these new things. Of course, we are going to talk probably mostly specifically, exclusively um, about all the, the Xamarin stuff here. Uh, but yeah, so there's a couple of... Xamarin Essentials is mostly just a collection of all the plugins that were out there by James and also others by now. Um, and one of them is definitely the image picker, uh, which allows you to pick an image from the gallery, but also from the camera. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of them. That's one of the easy ones, I think, because video and audio is always kind of harder, I feel. Yeah, I think it really depends what you want to do. I mean, if you think about taking uh, multimedia, would it be now an image? Would it be a video uh, or, or an audio recording? Um, it, I think it really depends sometimes what you want to do in your app. So I remember just uh, finishing finished an app um, which either you had to take a picture to document something. And there, it's like super simple. So you don't really need a lot of control. You just need to have some kind of picture you know, like rough, it should look like what you took and, and that will be fine. And then, I mean, with others, times you want to have a really fine grain control over that picture. So you want to know the quality, you might even want to apply some filters to it, some rotation, some cropping, stuff like that. And I think that's where it gets like a more complicated, also more sophisticated with what you then can do within your app. So I think there are a lot of libraries also for other platforms out there that if you simply just want to snap a photo and use that without a lot of uh, other processing, then there are a lot of options usually out there. Yeah, so and especially with images and also video for that matter, uh, you know, there's not one app that, well, not one might be an overstatement, but there is a lot of apps that allow you to take pictures. I mean, all the social media ones, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, even LinkedIn allows you to 
post images and videos. So, you know, it's, there's always, I feel kind of a use case for at least adding an image. So, um, I'm glad that, um, we have uh, talking about, we as the examiner community toolkit that we are now able to provide a control that, uh, you know, also makes it easier to actually take those images in a little bit of more, a flexible way. So the, the media plugin absolutely does it. Uh, but that will just spin up like the, the native camera view and it will only allow you to take that one picture um, and that the UI, you know, is just a full page. So you will always have to show that. Um, and with the, the camera view, for instance, that is the control that we have in the Xamarin Community Toolkit that is just, you know, it's it's just a building block like all the other controls in Xamarin Form. So you can just add that on your page underneath something to create some kind of layout or, you know, do do all these kinds of crazy things with that. So. Um, that is really, really cool. Yeah, and I think, I mean, when, when thinking about multimedia, uh, another topic that I have recently been putting a lot into my apps is uh, barcode and QR code scanners. And they usually, they build up on these uh, camera plugins. So you get like a continuous feed, like a little video feed, and then it will just take the, the barcode snapshot. And I, what I, what I, I mean, Stephen said it before, I mean, we've come a long way. So these days, you would no longer take a camera module and then feed it rare, the rare information and then have to pause it on your own. Uh, there's the Zxing library. I hope I pronounced this correctly, which is quite uh, famous, I think, in the Xamarin community. It's been there for quite a while, uh, which allows you to very easily do those kinds of tasks when you have to scan a barcode or a QR code and, and be on your way. And I think those are other like applied instances that you can take uh, on top of, of images. And I mean, another one that I have been playing around with in proof of concepts is uh, using some AI on top of your images to do some image classification and stuff like that. So I think having, having a good uh, way how you can get images is uh, becoming more and more important and, and also more and more common. And uh, I really like how easy it is these days to get these images and video streams uh, within your app. Yeah, so one thing that I would really like to do is, uh, you know, because all these stu this stuff is also perfect for like AI and analyzing all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, one thing that I would really like to do for the camera view, uh, for instance, is um, to, you know, right now it's very static, like you can take an image and, and work with that, but you can style it nice and all of that. But uh, what would be really cool is to give users access to uh, the stream um, so that you can, you know, actually get the raw data stream coming in from the camera and already analyze the frames in there. and. Um, analyze what is actually in the picture with AI, or maybe uh, the barcode scanner is also still a very popular thing. So that is something that you can do as well to, you know, detect barcodes and then uh, scan the information from that. So um, that is all cool things that you can do with that as well. Yeah, and I think one of the, I'm, we're kind of all over the place, I suppose, with camera, audio, images, all that stuff. Um, but something that I, I typically forget about um, in my apps is, when you think of audio, you don't, uh, or you typically think of playing a song or some sort of podcast or who knows. Um, but there's also like this this whole area in in sound design where it's just like small sounds that you're playing um, when you're going through the app, like tapping on things or um, 
I don't know about you guys, but I typically have my sound disabled on all of my phones pretty much. Um, so I don't hear all these tappy noises when you're hitting keyboards and all that things, all those things. Um, but like we recently had to make uh, an app from the company where I work, where it was really important that there were tappy sounds and, and swooshy animation sounds and all that good stuff. Um, so you basically have this little audio player that's that's playing like one second snippets of sounds, um, which worked pretty well. Um, I think in the end we ended up using a plugin for it. Um, but yeah, that that's one of those sound playing, audio playing things that typically gets overlooked, I think. It's, it's funny that you mention it. I over Christmas New Year, which is not so far away right now, uh, I I found this switch on my iPhone, which you then can push up and suddenly it makes again sounds. And so when you're typing, you get the the, the typing things. And and yeah, I, I was I was quite uh, amazed that some apps they that there's been so much thought has been put into this sound engineering so that you can uh, get uh, it's it's a bit a more an immersive feeling. I must be honest. So I. In some apps, I really liked it. I, I am also one of those people that kind of like it when you tap on the keyboard and then it makes that claggedy clack sound, even though I probably am too afraid to buy myself a mechanical keyboard that would then claggedy clack the entire time because I am just afraid that some sharp objects might be flying into my direction after some time in the office. Um, yeah, that, that, those are the risks, right, of having a mechanical keyboard. I have a no, but I, I must say these these audio things, uh, these snippets, these sound snippets, uh, I I kind of like them. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll have to switch on the audio a bit more on my phone. But then again, it's quite distracting when you're working and the the thing is pinging along next to you. Yeah. So we we already kind of I already mentioned I think Xamarin Essentials. But what what kind of options do we have if we want to? like take a video or play a video, I don't know, something like that, or images or audio. Like I mentioned, I think the app that we recently built, there was a audio recorder plugin also that we used um, because apparently recording audio, that's a whole different beast um, as is merging audio streams on a device and and all that good stuff. Um, we, in the end, ended up using that plugin and did quite some custom work on it as well. Um, but for video, for example, playing a video, any takers? Yeah, well, I hate to be that guy again, but you know, exam community <laughs> know you are. is the answer to everything. Uh, so the um, media element is something that went into Xamarin Forms. Um, I mean, I mean this with the best intentions, but that is a control I feel that forms should have uh, much earlier on because, you know, like we've just established, basically multimedia is something that uh, is in our lives on mobile as well for a long, long time. So I feel that is definitely something um, controls in, in, in this area um, should maybe be part of the in the box um, for, for longer than it is today. But um, no worries, it happens. And now at least we have it closer with the Xamarin Community Toolkit. So media element is one of them. It was an experimental control. Um, and I feel there was, you know, um, kind of a couple of issues uh, with it, why they didn't want to um, um, rubber stamp it as um, stable and keep it in Xamarin Forms 5. Um, so that's why that was one of the controls that was experimental uh, and that went to the Xamarin Community Toolkit. Um, 
And that is a um, element that you can use to play videos and audio, I think. Um, I've already seen a good number of um, feature requests to also you know, enable things like um, closed captions, maybe some live streams, maybe some DRM videos, um, all these kinds of things that I know what they do, but I have no clue how it works or how to implement that in a control. So hopefully, um, yeah, you know, uh, we get some some um, help from the community, or I have to find out how to uh, work with that exactly. But um, so that's one of them. I think you have ExoPlayer. Um, I think that was like the go-to way to to do things on Xamarin. And I think it actually is a Android-y control, Google control thing, but that's also available for iOS and, and bindings for Xamarin. I see the people in the studio are really confused and quickly Googling what this thing is. So that's a good sign. I have heard about it, but I've actually never used it. Um, but yeah, I think it is Android um, or it originates in the Android world at least. Yeah, I remember, I think it was some time ago on a project, we actually used the Exo player to play some video um, within the app. And uh, I have not yet had the chance to check out the new media elements, which is now in the Xamarin Community Toolkit, but I have seen some snippets of it. And I must say, it looks quite cool. It looks uh, very easy to use. So you get your play and pause, you skip forward and you skip backward buttons. And I think there's even a drag and drop where you can then slide along uh, the the timeline to find the right spot that you need. And I think for, for uh, you can see when you look at the issues that have now been reported, there is a need for this um, in some apps where you want to have the video playing. And I think it's really nice that you can now have this option available for the Xamarin apps that you're building today uh, through the Xamarin Community Toolkit. And so I I hope I will, in the near future, get the chance or the requirements in one of my tasks to implement a video player. Now, another thing that sometimes, I don't know how it was with you guys, but there is always this thing when, when using media on, on mobile devices. Uh, we have touched on this topic, I think, in other shows that when being on mobile, uh, you have multiple platforms that you have to support. You Mainly it's uh, Android and iOS. So those are like the, if we think about smartphones, uh, if you go onto other form factors, there uh, would also be maybe some Windows, maybe some Mac OS, uh, and perhaps even some Tizen um, for, for TVs. And though on those platforms, there are always like these small differences how certain things are encoded. and. Uh, I don't know, how, how is it with you guys? Did you ever have the fun parts of living through these encoding nightmares? Well, funny enough, funny enough, not really for like, you know, doing it on mobile, uh, but I've been also very active with like the YouTube video. This seems like one big plug for all the things I do. Sorry about that. So I've been active <laughs> with my YouTube channel and... Uh, um, so, and I'm doing a lot of videos because it's YouTube and there I need to do some, I record it in the one format and then I, uh, spend too, way too much time to figure out what the format I need to encode it in, um, to actually get it into my Camtasia application, uh, because that is also very specific, uh, in the, the formats it can use. Um, so that was kind of fun. And then, you know, I had to encode it through VLC. That's a tool that you might know. VLC is awesome. 
uh, in regards to multimedia. I think they also have an iOS app, Android app. Uh, so that basically that would that goes way back when I was downloading movies in a you know not Netflix way. Um, but that stuff plays everything. You know, before that, before VLC, you had like the Windows Media Player and uh, the, I don't know what not, what's other horror players. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And you had to figure out like the right encoding that only QuickTime, of course, that's another one. And the, the QuickTime could only do these movies and, and, and Windows Movie, whatever, would only do that thing, Media Player. Uh, but VLC didn't care. It just plays everything. Even if your file is only downloaded halfway through, it will... Play that as well so that's really cool uh but anyway i'm i'm drifting off here uh so that has to do a lot with with formats and everything uh, i do feel at some level that the mobile players also support a whole lot of formats um that you know are out there now but maybe that's my mistake i, I didn't really deal with it that much in in detail all the um formats that i put in there so far have worked without too much problems so like i said uh earlier we have a we have a current project going where we have some audio samples that are in different bit rates and um what is it the 44 kilohertz kind of kind of stuff um so files in that format and files in different formats need, needing to be merged together um so lining up all those sample rates and all that stuff it well I wouldn't enjoy doing that on a daily basis. Let's let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, what Mark says, it's uh, I've had some smaller nightmares about that. <laughs> Just minor nightmares. Minor, minor nightmares. Minor. Yeah, uh, I I remember I was once a part of a project team, and I was not the guy that solved all these mysteries, but that person was quite a genius, and he had to tackle the problems of being able to play any video formats that could come along so it was a uh, so you had multiple devices in theory that could record a video and then upload it and then you should be able to play it on all your clients and so i think he in the end he took the vlc that you Gerald mentioned uh, the code which i think is c and then he made a wrapper around it to use it in a xamarin app and that was quite mind-blowing for me uh, that something like that could even be achieved. But I think that just shows like if you if you ever get the, the problem that you can only use a really native library and does it get any more native than having a C or C++-based library, and you can then use those components in Xamarin, which I think is always nice to know, even though it can be a bit work and it, you might be then called an expert on a certain field, but that was... Uh, quite mind-blowing that that is actually possible. And I, I remember another nice thing is, uh, so we all three have iOS phones, and I'm a big fan of these live images. So you can, you get to these, this before and after, and you can then see that everybody has got their eyes open, and you can make some funny gestures and then loop them. You can brush your teeth and then loop it, and then make a GIF out of that. And with Link in the show notes, and uh, <laughs> link in the show topic, notes. but link in the show notes. And, and uh, I, I know these live <laughs> images; they they can be quite a pain if you want to extract them uh, and and provide them on other platforms. So that's another one that comes to mind. But it can also be like the basics, you know, like JPEG. You would think JPEG, JPEG, right? No, 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 no. There are multiple sub 
standards of JPEG, how you can encode it. Uh, also the HEIC, which I think is a, a newer encoding. Uh, we, we ran there into the problem that uh, for some images, we made thumbnails on the back end. So you would upload the image, you would then process the thumbnail. And then when the other clients would request that thumbnail um, or that image, you would first get the thumbnail and then you could sort of request the larger one just to speed things if it happened. It turns out that some phones, I don't want to name them, but they might rhyme with shmamshram. Um they think they can do this format or they do this format and uh, yeah, they then also send it to the back end. And I just remember our, our back end miserably crashing. Thinking about it, it was actually not the device's fault. It's just like when you do that thing on, on iOS, it will then upload a PNG because it just doesn't expect that the back end will be smart enough probably to handle it. But different story there. But those those can be fun things. So if you're on the native side, like these images, you... Yeah, you will have different encodings. And if you provide the option to the user that he can give you a different encoding, you pr pretty much have to expect that he or she might just do that. I never <laughs> use the light. Neither do I. Sorry, that, that was the friendship. Only thing I friendship over. The whole story. Yeah. yeah. Cancelled. <laughs> I never use them. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No. Don't leave the studio, Mark. Stay here. Stay here. Um, <laughs> no, I I don't know. It's it's like gimmicky. I checked it out once and then, you know, it's good. But, you know, Mark, you used this in the time before that I told you um, you could make GIFs in WhatsApp videos. So now your life has turned around here. Um, I I do know the uh, H-I, the H-E-I-C, I don't know. It's I thought it was, I knew it was a format that um, is newish, um, not exclusive to Apple, but I think Apple is one of the first ones to implement them, um, which is also, I had some, some things with like exporting those and using them in other applications. Um, again, not really related to mobile development, but more like, you know, um, trying to explain other people in this household to uh, um, how to do that, but uh, so that's that's fun with these new formats that are not supported everywhere. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think another thing that we um, need to touch upon because this multimedia is great, and I think the H E I C they should have come up with a better name for that. Hike, hike. Let's call it hike. I'm going to call it hike. You can also pronounce it hike. It's, uh, it's, I think it's Hike is High Efficiency I, I, Image Codec, and the Hive stands for High Efficiency Image File Is this going format. to be the next GIF versus GIF? Let's not go So, but I think that format, you know, with that, like with every new format and standard, it's probably, you know, more optimized for um, today's techniques and uh, also more performance, smaller files, that kind of stuff. So you, because multimedia tends to be big, right? So um, that is that is still one of the, 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 the things there needs to be more quality in there. It needs to be 4K, 8K. It needs to be lossless, uh, all that kind of stuff. So potentially you're dealing with like big files. Uh, how do we go about that in our apps? Um, are there plugins to help with that? And that's more like the technical part or, you know, can we find solutions in non-technical things to work our ways around that how how do we do that um so yeah one of the things that i actually saw quite recently 
and I'm not sure about the name of it, so we'll look that up and put it in a show note somewhere. Um, but I've seen this this cool technique actually that generates a blurred image and then um, shows you the original, which is pretty cool. So that's like the blur hash thing, right? I, I think that takes like, I don't know the technicalities. I've looked it up at some point, but you will input, you will reduce your image. You will get the checksum or something like the, the, the MD5 hash or even not that, something smaller. And it will calculate kind of a blurred version of that image. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, it's it's this little hash string, I think, is what you eventually put into some kind of uh, control that manages to render that into something useful. But um, you basically, indeed, it, it, it probably takes something like the dominant colors of the image and the area where they are, um, and then generates a, a blurry, very blurry ver version of that. Um, while in the background, it loads up the, the high-res version, which is a, a cool way to at least populate your app with something until it's there. Yeah, exactly. So so that was kind of the thing I'm, I was saying, right? Like we have like at one end the, the like technical solution. So this is pretty awesome because, you know, it, it actually shows kind of like the, the same fuzzy blurred um, colors that are in the actual image uh, with just a little piece of a string. So that's much more lightweight to send over the line than, you know, that full blown image of one megabyte of more. Uh, or you have like the FF image loading um, plugin that is popular in, in Xamarin Forms, which does some things with like, you know, um, downsizing the image to the to the actual size that you want them to instead of loading this big image and only showing it in 200 by 200 pixels uh, to speed up the performance. Uh, but other things, like you say, that that kind of like the blur hash is kind of like in a blurry area of this um, is, you know, just showing whenever you want to show a video, not just show the entire video directly, but maybe show a little thumbnail first. And then whenever people click that, then, you know, then play the video. So uh, you can you can solve it either by doing something on the technical part to actually um, cache on things or making things smaller or, you know, just tricking your user um, air quotes to to um, yeah show things a little bit differently and um, guide them to the actual bigger content that yeah I think loading is loading one area where I think that these approaches can make a, a ton of sense uh, be they blur hash or like some loading animation that just gives the user the feeling hey this thing is coming and another area where these days, maybe not anymore as much you have to do any um, uh, thoughts about, but memory consumption. So if you load in the ginormous 12 megapixel photograph and just make a little thumbnail out of that, and you then put that into a collection view, uh, your phone memory usage will spike on your app. And if you're on older devices that do not have that much memory, or if you're on Android, haha. <laughs> Sorry, short pun there. Uh, then your memory usage uh, will will it can kill your app uh, in the worst case, or it can just really slow down a lot of stuff because uh, the phone then has to start swapping memory so that uh, it can provide these things. So I think using thumbnails or, or smaller placeholders uh, instead of the, the real media can also be a great performance tuning thing if you're dealing with with larger images and let's just be honest with ourselves i mean every smartphone that you buy today off from the shelf has got quite a few megapixels so those images they tend to sum up quite some megabytes and if you then put those on mass on the screen 
you will notice it in the performance and in the rendering. So now, now that we're talking about that anyway, I think Gerald and I recently had a small talk about it, but um, like if you want to upload an image somewhere and you want to crop it or rotate it in your app, that is that is also one of those features that there's not really something, at least on, on the Xamarin side, that is offered for that. Um, at least not that I managed to find if you use something like the, the Essentials Media plugin. Um, that lets you take a picture and it lets you pick a picture, but it doesn't let you adjust that in any uh, in any way. But I'm, I'm not sure how you guys eventually end up doing it. I think one of the ways is to do it through Skia Sharp. Um, there might be an entire blog post on actually doing that um, somewhere on the Microsoft Docs site. At least that's where I found it back when I needed it. Um, but it, it would be pretty awesome because like all these platforms have that functionality natively. And Gerald and I were talking like, why, why isn't this actually made available to app developers? Do you, do you happen to know yeah, something about I, that, Mark? I, is that available? I, I'm, why is I'm, it not available? Why is it not I'm there? I'm trying to rack Make my it so. brain what the name of this library is. There is a library that you can use in .NET that does exactly that, cropping and rotating, stuff like that. Okay, but okay, there's a library in .NET, but it's kind of weird. At least iOS has like the the exact UI for that in 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 the OS, right? So it's it's funny that you cannot access that. A visual way, I, I think you might be referring to Image Magic or something like that. Is that it? I don't know, but that that is like mostly code that you're cropping and rotating and doing things right. Like for example, if you were to upload an avatar avatar picture, and you would want to have like this beautiful circle overlay, and you would be able to place it exactly which part yeah, you no, want to I, make your avatar. Yeah, uh, no, one library that, that comes to mind is OpenCV. I haven't used it for quite some time. It's it's less graphical than some editors that uh, I think iOS provides quite a nice experience there natively. So it's it's um, it's. I don't know if it yep. comes with a graphical user interface, but OpenCV is uh, an open source library that provides you with uh, a lot of image manipulation things. So you can rotate the image and all that. It's written in C, C++, so it's very efficient and you can have it on all platforms. I know that I've used it many, many years ago once in a Xamarin app and uh, yeah, I, I would have to check again out what the state is, but I know that there's a lot of goodness baked into that library and a lot of transformation stuff that usually uh, involves quite a bit of maths to achieve that. I'm, I'm really digging far, far back in my Xamarin career, like first year maybe, but didn't that also do something... Along the lines yeah, of text yeah, exactly. recognition, yeah, you can also you do, do text recognition like that. that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite a loaded library for for certain stuff. But I know that it's if you, I think you can also make uh, like filters and stuff like that. It, it's quite feature rich, and I just remember it being also very performant even back in the days because it's uh, written in those low level languages. All right, so I think that. We covered a lot of the multimedia right here. How do we take images? How do we, what are the libraries that we want to use for? How do we trick our users into, you know, having them think that we have all kinds of responsive, cool UIs while working with this big, huge multimedia images? So, 
that's really cool. Did we forget anything? Let us know on at nullpointers.io. Um, please also give us like examples of really cool applications that you have built that do some magic trickery with all these kinds of multimedia things. Uh, we are happy to see them. Uh, Mark always has me saying that the DMs are open on nullpointers.io as well. So, you know, you can reach out to us in public, in private with anything that you want to share with us. Mark, um, We've been your hosts, Gerald Sluis. And Steven Teusa. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Stay safe and until next week on Null Pointers. Mm-hmm.